0: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Whatever job you need to do out there, grab the right tool to get it done. The new F-150.
2: What's up, and welcome inside another edition of Best Edge. Today is Wednesday, February 23rd. I want to thank everybody for checking us out on our YouTube channel. Shout out to our sponsors in Points bet. Coming up on the program today, Vaughn and I will break down our favorite college basketball tournament plays to win their conference tournaments, as well as some notable college basketball games on the slate tonight. Also, some more college basketball from a Maryland assistant coach, Jimmy Pato's will join us to break down who he thinks the real contenders are. He's currently doing some college basketball and NBA analyst work. Got all that and plus our edge of the day coming up right here on Beth the Edge, powered by PointsBet. Vaughn, my man, what's going on with you, brother? This is
1: your time of year. Yes, sir. I love it. We're heading into March. I got my calendar all updated with all the dates for the tournaments I'm going to. And by the way, I love that shirt, my man. Where can I get that at? I need a hat or something like that. I got this joint on campus my Bulldogs at South
2: Carolina State University, so they'll be in the MEAC tournament. They actually could make some noise, but they'll be up in that MEAC tournament where you're Norfolk State Spartans, Vaughn, so it's going to be pretty interesting to see how that one goes. But let's get ready to hop into some of these conference tournaments that's coming up, maybe be able to find a little bit of value, Vaughn, and let's get started in the Pac-12. My players will come a little bit later on, but you got an interesting one in the Pac-12 and, um, what's that about?
1: Ooh, let me kick it off doing the honors today. I love it. It's Winners Wednesday. Let's get some futures. The UCLA Bruins, a team I love. We've talked about Arizona a lot this year, and we're going to talk about them a little later in the show as well. But in the Pac-12 tournament in particular, Oregon's won the past two. Uh, they're not quite the team they've used to. They, they've been in the past. UCLA has not won since 2012 or 2013. But. I believe this is the year now we know what they've accomplished last year. And speaking of teams that made deep runs last year, a lot of them regressed. We're talking about Oregon State, Syracuse, Alabama, Loyola, Chicago. All those teams took a step back while UCLA has stayed in the fold and one of the best teams in the country. And as I said, they're very experienced. They have a ton of solid starters. An Arizona team that's favored in the Pac-12, well, they have four freshmen that start, and I talked about that on Monday's episode. So at UCLA, at plus 240 to win the Pac-12, I like those odds for a team that's going to try and get a direct path to a two-seed.
2: Nice job. I like that one right there. Vaughn, I'm going to come back on the other side of the country, and I'm going to go to Madison Square Garden, legendary uh, Big East basketball tournament. And I'm going to go a little bit further down the board and take a team that I've been kind of riding this year, and that's the Marquette Golden Eagles. Right now you can get them at plus 780. So these are pretty decent odds for a team to win the Big East, a team that's already had victories over Villanova, Xavier, and Providence, some of the teams that will be favored. They have 11 Big East wins so far this season. Well, excuse me, they have a, they're 11 and 3 ATS in the Big East, in Big East Conference play. Nine Big East wins, nine and five on the money line this year. So, this right here, Vaughn, is a play where I think this is a mispriced team at plus 780. So, I'm going to take it. I'm not sure if Marquette can win it, but if they can get to the final four, you can probably start to hedge against them. So, I'm going to go with Marquette to win the Big East. At plus 780 is one of the takes, uh, one of the looks I like so far.
1: One thing about the Big East, all a lot of them are defensive squads, and Marquette's one of the best ones with pressure. You know, Shaka Smart's always bringing the intensity. And in. we talked about them on our preseason show and saying that they're worth a team that's going to fade to start the season, and ride them at the end. And uh, I think they panned out exactly that way. So for some lunch money, I like that at plus 780.
2: No doubt about it. Let's hop on over to the ACC. Obviously, the Duke Blue Devils, a chalk favorite in that conference. But Vaughn, you're going in a different direction. And I like the way you're thinking,
1: my man. Yeah, 10 to 1 on the Miami Hurricanes. Now, I know it's a long shot. I know how it sounds. But if you like ACC basketball, if you watch the Miami Hurricanes this year, you've certainly been impressed with what they've accomplished. Now, last year, this team was nowhere near uh, the top of the ACC, okay? They have actually went 4-15 and in regular season ACC play and then 8-16 and on a complete year. They were COVID-riddled. You could see on our NBC graphic all the way that it goes up with the odds. They've just been shooting all the way up since the start of the season, but nothing but progressive. They beat Duke and North Carolina this year, the two favorites, uh, and they're 12-1 and outside of their two losses to both Florida State and Virginia. Two teams they don't match up well, but guess what? Those teams beat them twice already this season each. So if they see them a third time, I like the Hurricanes to get it done. That could be a direct path for them. And like I said, they've been dominant ACC play all season and got it done on the road. So I will throw some lunch money on the Miami Hurricanes up 10-1. to 1. Um, I think they are just simply been undervalued all season long, and uh, I'll just continue to ride this team.
2: You know what's so interesting about it? I like this play. Like you mentioned, they do already have those big victories uh, in the ACC and here's the thing, this is Coach K's last ACC tournament. It's being played in Brooklyn. I find that to be <laughs> pretty, pretty interesting, you know what I'm saying? But with it being played in Brooklyn and out of the state of North Carolina, you know what I'm saying? You could give a, a, a really give that Hurricane team a good look. Well, so I think that's going to be interesting. I'm going to come in right here with a little bit more of a chalky one, Vaughn, and the Big 10. I like Purdue to win the Big 10 tournament. Purdue has won 76% of their Big 10 games this season. 13 Big Ten wins, you know what I'm saying? And even, Vaughn, their last victory came over the mighty Rutgers Scarlet at night. When you beat Rutgers, you know what I'm saying? You got to be a hell of a basketball team. So I'm going with Purdue. Listen, it's short odds, Vaughn, at only plus 180, but when you look at the talent – We all know about the big man and Zach Eady, and my guy, Jaden Ivey, a super gremlin. He is going to be the first lottery pick in the NBA draft. So what do you think about my, it's chalky Vaughn, but I like Purdue to win the Big Ten.
1: I might even put him in the Final Four, I don't know. I'm with you. I mean, I got a lot of features on Purdue. I like this team in the long term. I've talked about how they got the size like USC had last year, and that's what let USC get, you know, get deeper. But Purdue's a better shooting team than they are. Um, getting Jaden Ivory, Savanovic S- as well. And we haven't talked about Trayvon Williams, and, you know, he's a dog coming off the bench this year. Uh, so, yeah, Purdue is my favorite bet in the Big Ten as well. Uh, I'd only, the only other team I think about betting is Illinois at this point, but I think it's the Boilermakers to lose. And I'll say this, Corey, we should go to the ACC tournament in Brooklyn then. Uh, I'll meet you there.
2: I'm down for that. You know what I'm saying? Always down for some good college basketball. That time of year is coming up. Obviously, we got you covered right here NBC Sports. That's definitely our spaces, too, on Saturday morning. Myself, Vaughn, and the homie Thomas Casale. Break it all down. So You definitely want to follow us and get involved with that because we are passing out winners all right, time to get moving with the rest of the program. But first, let me tell you, NBC Sports Edge Plus is giving you an NBA midseason offer. Get 20% off an Edge Plus annual subscription throughout February when you use the promo code Stew 20 That's S-T-E-U-W-20. Finish your fantasy regular season strong at one low price. Go to NBCSportsEdge.com slash Edge Plus. Use promo code Stew 20
1: Available now, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it.
1: You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one.
2: good stuff right there now let's welcome in coach jimmy patos coach what's going on with you my man hey we're just happy to be here in baltimore look at your
0: hbcu shirt first of all sorry about south carolina state they can't win it norfolk state could but i got the howard bison and kenny blakeney taking it to them in the final do you see my guys at howard just played morgan out the all-star game good game
2: there yeah, and they actually are. it has been playing good, but we'll see how, how it breaks down. Maybe we'll hit you up on Twitter, and we'll have a gentleman's bet on that one. We will have that, and I'm happy to come
0: on during the tourneys, too. By the way, CIAA is in Baltimore this weekend. For those who don't know this, besides being great basketball, it's a great cultural event. Yes. The CIAA is Division Two. It used to be in Raleigh, and it's here. So we got hoops on our mind here in Baltimore and in Maryland. What do you got for me?
2: No doubt, definitely. The CIAA tournament's always been fun. Like you said, Raleigh down there in Charlotte for a long time, and this year in Baltimore. But let's talk about national champion, uh, chip futures, Coach. And uh, last year, everybody was Gonzaga. This year kind of seemed like a forgotten team. Right now, to get them at plus 350 to win the whole thing. What do you think about Gonzaga this year? You know, it's a great question. You know, I'll tell you one thing, Corey and Vaughn. I've, I've
0: seen everybody play. I've been out West. Gonzaga may not have as much talent as last year, but they have a better overall player in Chet Holgram. Chet Holgram, transcendent, block shots. He'll pass. He'll score. I like Timmy. They got some veteran guards. Mark Fuse knocked on the door a few times. But Chet Holgram, as good as Suggs was last year, and I'm a big Suggs guy, Chet Holgram, known him on the Under Armour circuit. I knew him at Minnehaha out there in Minnesota. He's a winner. He does a lot of intangibles, and he's seven one. He really is close to Kevin. He's like a mix of Kevin Durant and Mobley, but, like, he can dominate a game. I think at 350, this could be their year. You know, I'll roll through the West and what I think next about Arizona, but I just think Gonzaga's more prepared this year. They don't have Joel Ie and Corey Kispert and all that, but Chet Holgram is better than all those guys combined. It wouldn't shock me if he's the number one pick in the draft.
1: Uh, I was going to ask you if you thought he's going to be number one pick in the draft. The way you were talking about him, a mix of Evan Mobley and KD. Looking at last year, Gonzaga was undefeated entering, you know, the Final Four, the, the the championship game, and we knew how hard it is to be undefeated and win it all. So I think this is a clear year for Gonzaga, and I think they're a top two above the rest. Talking about a couple of teams that may have peaked a little bit too early. We've been talking about like the Kentucky Wildcats, the Auburn Tigers. Right now, they have some decent odds to all, make the Final Four. The SEC and the uh, ACC, I mean, where are you at on these conferences? You know, the ACC is a
0: down year. When I was in the ACC for 14 years, the first two years I was in the ACC, Duke won it, and the next year Carolina won it. So my, my indoctrination into the ACC is having Duke and Carolina win the national title. Okay, so you go from there. And then Carolina won it one more time and Duke won it one more time. So that's my 14 years there. We have four national champions. They're more concerned with national champions, okay? They're not worried about how many guys make the tournament. That's a Coach K, Dean Smith thing. What helps the league is winning it all. And they got a chance. The league's down. I liked you a little more. I was listening to you guys. Miami coach Larranaga's done a great job. They've surprised some people. Wong's really good. Wake Forest is feisty. Notre Dame's really fought back. The only team that can make a run in that league is the Duke Blue Devils. But I'd rather have the SEC if they got two shots. Calipari's quietly rebuilt that. He rebuilt the staff. I have Kentucky going this year, and I'll tell you why. When they went in and rolled into Kansas and beat them like that, that was super impressive. Kellen Grady, fifth-year player from Davidson, real smart kid. Plays his four years, takes his fifth year, goes to the big boys down at Lexington. Ty Ty Washington's fantastic kid from Compass, Arizona last year. But they've been a little under the radar, and that's rare for Coach Calipari's team because of what Auburn's doing. So I have Gonzaga in the Final Four. I'm putting both Kentucky and Auburn in the Final Four. Jabari Smith could rival Holgram and Paolo Banchero as the top three pick. Those are the top three guys, in my opinion. So what do you do with Paolo Banchero? Well, he's got a bunch of guys around him. And it's Coach K's last year. He hasn't planned on just bowing out of this thing quietly. We all know that. So he's my outside looking in. I got, like, Kentucky beating Duke to go. I just think Calipari's team is really good. He's got some great rebounders. He plays a little bit of defense, but they can score the ball. But they've been under the radar, and that's, like, an advantage for them. Auburn, they've been in the spotlight. People are like, what's wrong with Auburn? Hey, they lost by one at Florida, okay? This is not a big deal. (laughs) Jabari Smith's really good. Walker Kessler, the UNC transfer, is really good. They're deep. Flanagan's coming back, the guard. Green's good. I think Auburn can do it. So I got Auburn, Kentucky, Gonzaga, and my last one's Arizona. I know they're young, but they're tall. I was out in Salt Lake to see Utah, and it was that guy of the weekend that Arizona also played USC and UCLA. Mm. Handled both. No problem at home. Those are two really good teams. I'm not saying USC and UCLA are perfect, but they're really good teams. They handled both of them. Tommy Lloyd's done a fantastic job. She'll probably get coach of the year. He's going to keep getting foreign kids. Half his roster's foreign, but they're tall. They're like 6'3", 6'4", 6'6", 6'7", They got size. There's no little guys on their team. I really like Arizona. They're my little sneak team in there too. So Duke will get knocked out in Elite Eight. Is kind of where I'm going with that. As much as I love the Big Ten and I hear you on Purdue, they just do some funny things in close games that I don't like. Illinois, last year they bowed out in the second round against Loyola Chicago, so I'm not buying them. The question is, is can Kansas and someone from the Big 12, which might be the best conference top to bottom, Texas Tech just keeps beating people. Yeah. So, like, those are my periphery guys and my last one is Providence, because someone's coming from the Big East. I wish there was a better wing player on Villanova's team, like an NBA guy. I love Gillespie. I appreciate what he does, Dixon and all that. But Providence has won close games. They beat Texas Tech earlier in the year. So Providence is my sleeper on the outside looking in. But if I'm going inside, it's
2: Arizona and Gonzaga from the West, Auburn and Kentucky from the East. You like a maybe a Gonzaga, Kentucky, Auburn, Arizona Final Four.
0: I would love to see Kentucky... Gonzaga just because it's kind of the big boys versus the young, you know. The question with Gonzaga, I'll ask you guys this, does it bother you that you don't see Gonzaga for like two months because they just, you know, they're in the West Coast Conference? I bet them. I bet the minus
1: 30 spreads. I bet the team almost 89, <laughs> 90 points. Like, that's not an issue for me. I think Gonzaga is a brand of basketball above a lot of other teams. I mainly like bet and pay attention to all the smaller markets. I know we were talking uh, before the show about – uh, I previously worked in the MAC. You were coaching the MAC at Siena. So I like to pay attention to the smaller schools, the Ionas, the Vermonts, the Norfolks uh, type deal. But Gonzaga is a team that just dominates their conference every single time, every year. Uh, so I'll continue to lay the points with them, take the team totals and the halves. I mean, I think is a head, head over heels above the rest of the uh, NCAA right now. And I like Auburn. Uh, I'm not in love with Arizona. They're just too young for me. I know I've talked about that a lot, but with four freshmen starting – that's never a team that I want to back in the long term. Uh, I think next year, Arizona's a team that we could say, this is a good bet to win it all uh, compared to right now. So uh, that's kind of my, my thoughts on the on the West Coast. Shout out to uh, Coach Patos for coming on and blessing us with some of that
2: information. Definitely enjoyed speaking with him and getting his insight. Um, interesting stuff, breaking it down at SEC and how he said those teams are not really tripping Vaughn off of winning that conference tournament. They're looking to make final four runs. They're looking to make a run all the way to winning the whole thing. But right now, we do want you to know that Bet the Edge is expanding. Sarah Perlman and Drew Dinsick are hosting Bet the Edge Game Time tonight from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern to get you on with all your last-minute insight, information, and trends you need to make your wages before the games begin. Make sure you check it out tonight, NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. Tonight, I'll be joining the program, Vaughn. So not only do you get the exec on the hardwood. It's the return of the exec on ice. And you all know how much we love the exec on ice. So I will be putting on my hockey capping outfit a little bit later on today. the day. You know what I'm saying? And come back tonight right here, NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel, for a very special Bet the Edge game time where we're all going to be involved. Ivon, right, let's get ready to hop into and really break down this slate and get into some more of the college basketball action from the night. I heard you have a parlay to start us out with. We've been doing pretty good with our parlays, so yeah. if I don't say so myself.
1: <laughs> yeah, we definitely have. So uh, knock on wood over here. Let's not jinx that one. Uh, no <laughs> yeah, I, I like Providence tonight a lot. Uh, we talked about them a little bit earlier. X not going to give it to you. Xavier Musketeers going on the road. They've lost four of the last five games on the road. Particularly, they've lost three of their last four. Three and nine ATS on that one. This is a one-point game either way on most books, moving between one and two and a half points all, all morning. Can't play the spread with Providence. Providence is 0-5 ATS in the last five home games as a favorite. That is not worth betting. But like I said, the Musketeers are not a good road team, ATS either, or in their last 12. So let's talk about the money line here. Providence is 14-1 on the money line at home this season, Corey. Their only loss was to Villanova, which was their last home game. So this is a big bounce-back spot for them. Uh, And they've won none of the last 10 games overall. I mean, I love the Friars. I love Ed Cooley and the gang. Not a team that's very good at ATS, but on the money line they consistently get it done this year, and they control their own destiny. Villanova lost to UConn in a really funky game here in Hartford, Connecticut last night, and uh, you know I didn't know what to make of it, but automatically I thought, well, Providence controls their own destiny now, winning the Big East regular championship and then going into the Big East tournament. So big game for Providence tonight. I like them on the money line. You can parlay them if you if you want some plus money. Throw North Carolina State in there. I'll talk about them a little bit next, but. Boston College, Corey. Anytime they pop up on my card, you know they're on the road. They're one in nineteen. Their last twenty road games. Now I'm gonna keep beating this horn, beating this drum. But uh, yeah, you can parlay those two together. But I like Providence on the money line.
2: No doubt that'd be our makeshift people's parlay for the day. I'm gonna go down to the SEC. You got a big time one tonight. You got LSU going to Kentucky. Kentucky laying seven and a half. I don't know if this is a trap spot, but this number seems kind of inflated to me. Um, LSU already has a victory over Kentucky this season. Matter of fact, the Wildcats—the last five times—they've been the favorite by seven or more points. They're only one in four ATS. Um, bounce back spot for, for 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 the Tigers coming off that loss versus South Carolina. Um, listen, the Cats only six and eight ATS in conference. Vaughn, I feel like this number is a little high, so I'm going to go with LSU and the bounce-back spot to cover this number in Rupp Arena tonight.
1: I love it. A lot of the money, too, coming on points, but like 70% of the money are the bet counts on uh, Kentucky in this spot. And I love that. Yeah, and that's just one of those lines where it's an ugly number in general, but LSU is not eight points worse than Kentucky on most nights. Nope. Uh, and, I mean, I talked about them on Monday. It's a Final Four pick. They play great defense. If Kentucky's not hitting threes, they're not winning by more than eight points. Vaughn, you've been – got
2: to give you your props. Either when it's been college basketball, it's been college football – You've been doing an excellent job with these team totals this year. As a matter of fact, got me into looking at some of these team totals more. I know I've swept some of them out with you, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying, but you have one for the night, right?
1: Yes, so I talked about North Carolina State against Boston College, and it's hard to lay those six with North Carolina State, a team that's 2-9 and like ATS uh, at home this season. Uh, They just don't cover spreads, but they win games. They've won most the majority of their home games. So going against Boston College, who's terrible on the road, like I said, 1-19 in 19, their last 20 straight up on the road. Um, Boston College is 12-5 and five to the over in their last 17 road games, and they like to get into shootouts lately. I've been watching them, and they continually can put up 60, 70 points in this game. North Carolina State's going to have to put up 70-plus to beat them here, and uh, they've had a whole week off of preparation. The last time they played was on Tuesday uh, against, uh, so against Florida State, That's plenty of time coming off. Excuse me, Boston College beat Florida State. So I'm just fading these two teams in general because they're not good. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I can't ever back Boston College at any entity on the road. Uh, So I'll take this North Carolina State Wolfpack team over 72 points because they've beat this team nine straight at home. Uh, Neither team is playing for anything at this point, so expect them both to just be chucking and shooting and running all game.
2: Right, I like that. I like the look right there. Obviously, I, I would agree with you. Um, even though we know about Boston College's road struggles, laying that number with state, that's going to be a, a headache waiting to happen right there. I'm going to take it down, Vaughn, to the Big 12, TCU in Texas tonight. TCU catching eight and a half. Same situation as LSU and Kentucky. I'm not so sure Texas is nine points better uh, than TCU. A, a TCU team that has actually beat Texas pretty bad so far earlier this season. Both teams struggling right now. In Big 12 play TCU 9 and 4 ATS over their last 13. I think they keep the ATS run alive, so I am going to take Texas Christian in this one right here. I don't love it, Vaughn, but I know that I would not lay nine with Texas. I know that for a fact.
1: Yeah, no, I, I don't think TCU is a bad team by any means. Like they've been covering really well, I think, with like 9 and 4 ATS in the last 13. Um, I mean. And Texas already got a big big win over them, so I don't think that's going to happen once again here. I know that was at TCU. TCU's going to remember that too, yeah. so that's a factor as well. So, yeah. And Trey Mitchell is either injured or questionable for this game uh, after going to the bench for Texas. He's a big deal for them as a big man. So if TCU gets out to running, uh, that's, not, that's not a good sign for the Longhorns. No doubt. So
2: basically what we have here is to give you an early start on what's going down in college basketball tonight – and then this evening, when we come back on Bet the Edge Game Time, we'll have more information. We'll definitely see how the money is moving. We'll look at those line adjustments and stuff like that. So we definitely want to come back a little bit later on this evening for Bet the Edge Game Time with Sarah and Drew. But also, you know what you got to do? you got to download the NBC Sports Predict the Wrap Powered by PointsBet and to this week's free NBA Pick and Roll Contest for a chance to win $50,000. We're highlighting matchups between the Celtics and Nets. Hawks and Bulls, Cavaliers and Pistons. Due to the week's this week's All-Star Break, the contest will actually be tomorrow night on Thursday. So if you don't have the predictor app yet, download it now. As a matter of fact, you can put your telephone at the screen. That QR code, bam, pop that in, download that. Say shout out to the people at Points bet That thing right there with the squiggly lines. That yeah, there you go, Vaughn. If you do that, you download the app and you can take your shot at you know a free ten, a, a free fifty thousand dollars in our pick and roll contest right there. So there you go, right there. All right. So what do we got next, Vaughn? Oh, oh, it's edge of the day. Edge of the day, and I'm not full disclosure. I'm not on Rutgers today. <laughs> I understand. I love my giant killers, Vaughn. But on the yeah. road, I'm like, let me lay back a little bit. I'm going <laughs> Rutgers tonight, but I will have my eye on it. Then again, you know what?
1: They're playing Michigan.
2: You know what? After
1: Juwan Howard.
2: Tonight on Bet the Edge Game Time, I might change my mind. But for right now, I do not have a play on the Scarlet Knights. Check back in around 6.30 p.m. Eastern time, and we'll figure that out. What do you got, Vaughn, for your edge of the day?
1: Yeah, I mean, Rutgers on the road's definitely questionable, but Michigan after what just happened, I mean, there's no way I'm betting Michigan to win games or spreads. No doubt. Uh, so, yeah, Rutgers is probably a good look tonight. And sorry to Vermont Catamounts, you're not going to be my edge of the day today, but you might be a play later. So that's why you got to check out game time tonight. So – I'm from Jeanette. I'm from Pittsburgh. We are fading Duquesne once again. Did you know that the Duquesne Dukes are 1-11 ATS at home this season? They've lost 11 straight against the spread at home this season. It is ridiculous. This team has not been good. There's been a couple spots where I faded them at home, but I thought maybe they could break the streak, but they continually haven't. Davidson has won 20 of the last 22 games. They're laying 8.5 right now. Uh, Davidson has just been a team continually doing their thing, working towards the top of the conference by Duquesne has been getting smacked at home. They lost by 21 to George Washington, 11 to Fordham, Richmond by 17, St. Louis by 24, and Santa Bonaventure by eight in the past five home games. Uh, It has not been good by them at all. Davidson beat them by 11 earlier in the season, which was about a week or two ago. Um, And you know why they're flipping the script and going to Duquesne now? Duquesne's even worse at home this season, Uh, and they're playing for nothing. So – Let's ride Davidson Wildcats today. Minus eight and a half. I think they win by double digits. So I played up to nine and a half or ten. Shout out to
2: Davidson. That is Vaughn edge of the day. I am going to keep it down here in SEC country. A little bit about 30 minutes down the road for me. You have a South Carolina on old in Mississippi State. South Carolina is a two-point home dog in this one. And here's the deal, Vaughn. Like I have watched a lot of South Carolina basketball this year. And in the beginning of the season, I was fading them, and rightfully so. But one thing about Frank Martin's teams, as we progress deeper into the year, these teams start to get better. Right now we see uh, South Carolina 8-6 and six ATS in conference, four straight covers in conference. So I like the – about to say the Bulldogs. This is not the Bulldogs. <laughs> this is the Gamecocks. I like the Gamecocks at home tonight. This is a tricky number right here, but I'm going to take South Carolina plus two, sprinkle something on the money line, I do not bow at the altar of what the sharp money says, especially in college basketball, but we mm-hmm. have seen some sharp money back in the Gamecocks at home tonight. So it's not the girls' team who are dominant, but give me the Gamecocks catching that suit tonight versus Mississippi State.
1: Yeah, no, I like this play a lot, and I have a couple of friends that will text me their picks overnight and what they like head into it. And, uh, of course, they're Publix, they're Joe's. And uh, all of them were thinking Mississippi State today. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And I thought I was like, oh, this is the public play. Then it seems too easy, too good to be true. Um, so yeah, I like that. And the Gamecocks covered four in a row.
2: Let's go. Let's go, Gamecocks. Which I've never said in my life, but whatever. <laughs> 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 Tonight,
1: let's go South Carolina next time. Yeah.
2: Let's just keep it that way. Yeah. They never <laughs> played the Bulldogs, but it probably would get ugly. All right. So there we go. That's it. We got I want to thank everybody for being involved today. We want to thank Coach Pastos for coming on and chatting with us, getting ready. Also, got good stuff with the NCAA Conference Tournament futures. You can head on over to Points Bet right now. They have some of those listed. So, you want to get an early look at that stuff. They also got some to reach the final four. Oh, Points bet also has some, some updated NBA win totals. So, you may want to hop over there and bet some of those. Probably talk some of those tomorrow on Bet the Edge. You, if you know what I'm saying? As the NBA gets ready to get back started. But don't forget to check out NBCSportsEdge.com. You'll have all the information you need to know after you're done listening to us to help you continue with your wages. Thanks for those of you that are watching. Shout out to Adam. Shout out to my man, Johnny. For Vaughn, Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. Make sure you're back tonight for Bet the Edge Game Time. But for right now, we are out.